Good evening, brothers and sisters. Good evening, Sufu. How are you all today? Okay. So, uh, trying out the Zoom function to um, go online for the Diamond Sutra and at the same time uh, stream live for, on Facebook. So, let's see how this works. Huh? Alright, so let's continue from last week. So we are here. Let's see whether the text shrink this size Okay. Uh, please, uh, if you can, uh, turn on your webcam so that it serves the function of uh, having the Zoom class. Me and Esther, welcome online. Uh, can you turn on your the webcam? Although I think the anime version is quite cute also. <laughs> okay, so let's get started. We stopped here last week. So let me see. Uh, I'm going to have to mute all of you for now. Uh, so if you all need to ask questions, so we can just uh, click on the raise your hand and then I will probably have to adjust the volume, then you all can ask questions. So, Puye Sizun, Rulai Puying Yi Jizu Sa Sen Jian, Rai Gu, Rulai Suo Jizu Sa Sen, Ji Fei Jizu Sa Sen, Siming Jizu Sa Sen. So, this is continuing from the earlier section. The earlier section uh, we cover on the sections about the Buddha's. Uh, with the, the five kinds of eyes, and then up to the um, his his wisdom. So here we talk about the Buddha's body. Uh, Buddha's body. This is our. Uh, in a way, this is this is what we are. We are very fond of uh, uh, our habitual um, identification. Now, when we think of a person. What do, what do we think of? We think of that person's physical appearance, right? Huh? How many of you, when you think of a person, you just think of the name? Huh? Uh, for most people, okay? For most people, the first thing that comes to mind is the person's appearance. Yeah. And then with that appearance, <clears throat> maybe the way we feel towards that person, the way the person act, the way the person think, the way the person behave, and so on and so forth. Yeah, Basically, our experience of that person. Oh. So let's take a look at the text. So this is the third section, the third paragraph. So stating that 
uh, when the Buddha attained enlightenment, uh, the Buddha is complete yeah, in terms of, the, uh, of his body and the features of the body. So, then is further uh, split into two paragraphs. So, this uh, para or this section here is uh, on the part. So, this is the para. So, uh, let me see. It's quite thick. Let me just do a quick check because now I have to monitor multiple areas. <laughs> Some students last week asked me about the link and then so this way I decided just post the link. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> then I don't have to go around <laughs> replying. So uh uh, so the next section is on uh, so all the various features. So this section is yeah, uh, uh, physical body. So uh,从原则上说,这两段道理是一样的,但是又有一个一点差别。so in principle, these two paragraphs uh, should be the same. Yeah, the 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 logic or the principle should be the same. Yeah, but there's one uh, difference. Uh,这一段是说，成佛以后现出来，具足无量功德庄严的身相，是指佛的圆满报身。so this section, according to my teacher, uh, he says that uh, after the Buddha attained enlightenment, you know, uh, so after attaining Buddhahood, so then he, uh, then that's the, the appearance of the, uh, body yeah uh, <clears throat> that is complete with the immeasurable merits and uh, adornments uh, so, and so what is this this is referring to what so it's referring to the Buddha's um, uh, what, what do you call this thousand the uh, uh, the the so you know that's the, the three bodies, right? Yeah, the three bodies. So this one is referring to the the body which is the result of his cultivation. Oh, and it's complete. Yeah, So below it talk about the various features. Oh, the, the one that we are familiar with. Oh, uh, so the one that we are familiar with is or the Buddha uh, has various features on his body. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the hair, that's the that's the slight mound on his head, and then the, the hair, uh, only one one hair uh, grows out of each of the 
of the hair pore, yeah, and then it turns in a clockwise direction, and then it uh, uh, the different features like the earlobe is long and so on and so forth. Yeah. So altogether, there are 32 different features. Oh. So this is according to the text. Um, and then at the later stage, there are those who, who um, draw, there are those who sculpt, yeah? and then uh, to, uh, to present how the Buddha actually looked like. And then there are 80 minor features. Oh. So for can a Buddha um, be seen in, in terms of the uh, complete body? Yeah. Can he be seen in that way? So this is not referring to the physical body that we see. He is talking about the, the resultant body from his cultivation. Oh. So for, for the fasen, yeah. So here my, my teacher explained this is referring to the Dharma body. What we usually call Dhammakaya. Oh, Dhammakaya. So, what is Dhammakaya? What is the Dharma body of the Buddha? This is not, none other than uh, ultimate reality. Yeah? Dhamma body is so the uh, ultimate reality, the reality of all things. So, um, there's a bit of background here. Uh, how did this come about? Uh, but that is a long history. Uh. <laughs> yeah. But in brief, uh, in the Buddha's time, there's uh, scantily little reference to this. Uh, uh, but um, over time, then this became more and more pronounced uh, in terms of the, the Dharma body. Uh, which is basically the body of truth that he uh, realized yeah, and he attained to. So um, if you understand it that way, um, then, then it's not so mysterious. Uh. Uh, it's not so mysterious. Uh, but when we say that in the Buddha's time, this wasn't present, it's also not entirely true. Yeah? In what sense? In the Buddha's time, even in the Buddha's time, uh, there were disciples who were very um, fond of him, yeah? uh, who is attached to seeing him physically. Yeah. So uh, it is said that when the Buddha was present, uh, people would come you know, and, and be drawn towards him. Yeah? He, in terms of appearance, he's very uh, pleasant, uh, very pleasant uh, looking. Yeah. Uh, if we use, let's say, the, the common parlance, we would say he's quite handsome. Uh. <laughs> he's rather handsome. Yeah, very pleasant, very handsome. Yeah, certain stature, charisma. So in terms of the way he carry himself, the way he speak, he's very charismatic as well. Yeah. So people are drawn towards him. Um, so he could have become a great celebrity, you know. <laughs> yeah, easily. Yeah. But the Buddha, uh, the Buddha does not crave for that, for one. The Buddha um, appear, uh, arising in this world, the purpose of the Buddha uh, arising in this world wasn't to have a fan club. Yeah? 
wasn't to become a celebrity, to be a well-known person, wasn't to have lots of students clamoring after him. Yeah. Yeah. His purpose was to help individuals who are able to be liberated to be liberated. And so when he saw that there are students who are getting, you know, head over heels over how he looks and just his physical presence. And then he, he, he in, in a few suttas, then he made this statement where he said, he who see the Tathagata, see the Dharma. He who see the Dharma, see the Tathagata. Yeah, Tathagata referring to the Buddha, yeah, as you know. Uh, and so he, in, in, in several suttas, he start to make a, a connection between seeing him and seeing the Dharma. No? So you can see that this lay the, 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 the early foundation uh, that were to develop into what it become a full-blown Dharma body, as though it's a real physical and an additional body of the Buddha. Yeah. Uh, but um, if we if we look at the the context of the various suttas, then we can see that the Buddha was skillfully directing people um, away from being attached to these physical looks, the physical body itself, towards what is more meaningful, more fruitful, yeah, which is the Dharma, which is the very purpose of his arising, yeah, through which then individuals can become liberated. Yeah. And in a, in a way, um, the whole point of seeing a Buddha, yeah, first of all, the whole point of the Buddha arising is for the welfare and benefit of sentient beings to, to uh, rediscover the truth that was that is the ultimate reality and then to establish the Four Noble Truth Eightfold Path and in the case of the Sama Sambuddha to establish the, the Sangha so thereby setting forth the will of Dharma yeah so um, and doing that is for the purpose of helping sentient beings become liberated so in other words when sentient beings meet the Buddha it should be for that purpose. Yeah. So then, and, and if meeting the Buddha, the purpose is not an, as an end by itself, but meeting the Buddha is so that you can hear the Dhamma. Right? Remember the four, uh, the four steps. The first one is Qing Qing San Si Si, Ting Wen Zhen Fa, Ru Li Zuo Yi, Fa Sui Fa Xing. Yeah. Uh, the, the foundations for wisdom to arise. The first is to, associate with the uh, good spiritual friend yeah uh, in this case the buddha then and the purpose for that is to learn the dharma yeah is to hear the right dharma yeah? and after hearing the right dharma the purpose is to reflect on it yeah and to and to direct our mind according to it yeah so really joy and ultimately to cultivate accordingly. Yeah. So in which case then the Buddha in so many places highlighted this. So then in that sense, it makes sense. Yeah. Then it makes complete sense why uh, seeing the Buddha will be as good as seeing the Dharma. And if you truly see the Dharma, then it's as good as seeing the 
Buddha. Yeah, and not otherwise. Yeah. Can you all understand this? Yeah, make sense? <clears throat> so in in this way, then when we look at the text, yeah, uh, so yeah, then it makes sense. Yeah, then it makes sense. Why the, the Dharma body is actually the ultimate reality. Yeah, basically the body of truth that the Buddha realized for himself, attained to it, and then expound in his 45 years of teachings. So can you can you see the Buddha's Dhamma body through the um, the the <coughs> the the resultant body? The Paosen, how do how do we translate Paosen? Basically the the can we say karmic? Because some some people will disagree uh, because they will say, oh Buddha is beyond karma. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we we can say uh, some some places they may translate as the retributive body. Yeah. So okay, let me see whether there's any comments from the okay, nothing from the Facebook. So yeah, no, you can't. Yeah. As far as the Dharma body is concerned, um, in a way, if you think about it, right, everything that you see embodies the Dharma body of the Buddha. Everything, including the table and chair, it embodies the Dharma body of the Buddha. Now, this will make sense. This will be logically true only if you understand that the Dharma body of the Buddha is not some special body belonging to the Buddha, but it's basically referring to the ultimate reality, the body of truth that the Buddha realized and attained himself. Now, then it makes sense because the tables and chairs, whether we are enlightened or not, it is subject to change, subject to impermanence, right? And is no self and empty in nature. So that, that is ultimate reality. But it's just that we don't see it. We only see the, 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 the superficial part. We only see that, see what our concept tells us. This is a table. We only see the table. Yeah. Now we don't see that uh, it's impermanent, it's subject to change, and so on. Yeah. So, so my teacher now explain the next sentence. Yeah. So the Buddhas, as, as I mentioned earlier, uh, when we talk about the 
dharma body, it is it doesn't have any physical form. Yeah. So there's a bit of a, a catch here. Mm. The the truth itself, the ultimate reality itself, doesn't comprise any physicality. Yeah, it doesn't comprise any physicality, but um, you can find the truth in all physicality as well, and also in all kinds of mental mental form. Yeah, so. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, so uh, ultimate reality is also um, beyond forms, beyond features, yeah, beyond physicality. So it's so and that's why it says that it is not the same as the uh, retributive body that is complete. Yeah, it's not the same thing. Oh, at least, uh, so this is what my teacher explained. That is not the same thing. So, so here, um, the, the concluding statement saying that it is named uh, complete in terms of the uh, physical body. Yeah. So my teacher explained that the Buddha at the stage, at the causal stage of the path, meaning that when the Buddha was a Bodhisattva, uh, what did the Buddha do when he was a Bodhisattva? Uh, he, he do a lot of practices. Yeah. He do a lot of practices, accumulate a lot of merits. Right? Correct? Correct or not? Uh, so, uh, so at that point in time, he accumulated, he practiced and accumulated uh, immeasurable, boundless, wholesome dharma. Yeah. So, 成佛时所成就圆满报身的果报. Yeah. So, this is the result of that practice. Well, just now I mentioned, I was torn between using the word retributive or uh, karmic results. Yeah. Uh, because... Yeah, if we use the word karma loosely, then we can say, okay, because of those sanctions, then you get this result. Uh, so, but some would disagree because this the uh, of the like the principle that oh the Buddha is beyond karma already. So we can say that this is the resultant or retributive body. Uh, and what about it? Uh, so that the body that the Buddha Received because of all the kapas or cultivation, this is what this is. So this is uh, arising due to conditions. Yeah, it's also arising due to conditions. So 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 it is named, and that is why it's named uh, complete physical body. So, so here my teacher is uh, uh, introducing or, or sharing the, the concept that is quite prevalent in the Mahayana tradition uh, that in terms of the three body, the Buddha's um, uh, core body is not the physical body that we see, yeah, it's not the enjoyment body that, it, that we 
uh, that he he that means the bliss, the nibbanic bliss, uh, is also not that. It is the dhamma kaya. Yeah. So as I mentioned earlier, this is uh, in a way a gradual development. Uh, this is a gradual development. But here my teacher is citing it as the primary body. So as far as the Buddha's primary body is concerned, uh, this is referring to the uh, Dharma body. <coughs> so the Buddha observed that the complete physical body, uh, it also is um, of the feature of cessation. Yeah. So, then, so then it refers to the, uh, the, the Dharma body. No. So, the next part. Shri Puti Yuyin He Rulai Kei Ji Zhu Zhu Xiang Jian Bu. So, the next section talking about the features. San Si Er Xiang Ba Si Zhong Hao. So, Bu Ye Si Zhen Rulai Bu Yin Yi Ji Zhu Zhu Xiang Jian. He Yi Gu Rulai Suo Zhu Xiang Ji Zhu Ji Fei Ji Zhu Si Ming Ji Zhu. So, if you all recall, <clears throat> yeah, previously I mentioned that throughout this whole sutra there's this formula X is not X is name X oh. so this is this is called a standard formula so let's take a look at my teacher's explanation so the Buddha asked Venerable Shubhuti. So it's quite interesting. Here is the Buddha asking Venerable Shubhuti. Yeah. So of course, in this case, the Buddha is asking. Yeah. Not because he doesn't know. <laughs> he himself here, he's the one who attained Buddhahood. Why should he not know and why should he be asking Venerable Shubhuti, right? But from this, it also tells us something else that Venerable Shubhuti is at a level that can understand the extent of emptiness and the extent of the Buddha's teaching. Yeah. So for for the so the Buddha's body, the three body, which one is this referring to? Uh, this part. So li uh, uh, so as far as the Dharma body is concerned, So can it be seen through the 32 marks yeah, of the of the great man? Can it be seen in that way? So asking this question. Uh, so I'm I must highlight that I'm explaining according to how my teacher explained it. Uh, but I have some thoughts about this, some of this section. Uh. Later I will share my thoughts. Uh, you all take my my uh, my personal thoughts with a pinch of salt, okay? <laughs> oh. uh, I will explain later. So, 看见三十二相,那就是佛的法身吗? So, my, my teacher paraphrased it into this way. Yeah. 
看见这个三十二项。Okay, wait, uh, let me admit somebody else. Somebody else who is uh, hey, the person disappeared. Person came in, then left. Or did I accidentally when kick out the person? <laughs> okay. So my teacher paraphrased in. Hang on, how come my pen is going crazy? Give me a second, ah. Uh. My pen suddenly go a bit crazy. Happen? Hey, some quiet. Where? My pen suddenly become mouse mode. <laughs> you see? Now my mouse can can draw. Why ah? Pen. Oh, okay, okay. Ah, sorry. I I switch accidentally to the erase mode. Okay. So my teacher paraphrase here. 看见三十二项就是佛的法身吗？啊 ，so the that the earlier statement he paraphrase in this way. Does it mean that? If you can see the thirty-two marks of the feature, then you are actually seeing the Buddha's Dharma body. Hmm. So of course not, ah. So 不也世尊 ，Yeah. 如来不应以具足诸相见，可以故如来说诸相具足，即非具足，是名相具足。Yeah. So, Venerable uh, Shubhuti replied. Oh no, this is totally by the Buddha. The Buddha explained. Huh? Oh no, sorry. Let me reread to the Bu Ye Sutra. Okay, this part is the the reply part is from Venerable Shunti. Now, so these two paragraphs, so my teacher give your clear explanation of these two sections. For Chen Fu, the time. So over here, in case you are lost, can you see the arrow? Yeah, this section. For Chen Fu, the time, ah, with Fa Shen Pusa, seeing the Buddhist-Buddhist-Buddhist-Buddhist-Buddhist-Buddhist-Buddhist-Buddhist-Buddhist-Buddhist-Buddhist-Buddhist-Buddhist-Buddhist-Buddhist-Buddhist-Buddh
So this is A, 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 A1. So this is B and B1. Yeah. So for unenlightened beings, for the first fruit, second fruit, third fruit, fourth fruit, and also for those bodhisattvas who have not attained enlightenment, yeah, then the Buddha present manifest uh, the eight features of uh, attaining enlightenment through what through the transformative body, yeah, sen, the transformative body, yeah. So that transformative body is also what yuan man zhong yan is also complete and uh, adorned with all kinds of uh, features. So, so although it is complete with all these bodily features, for the sing wu So although the manifested body is complete with all the features, but the Buddha, the Buddha's mind, what happened? Uh, for the sing wu as far as the Buddha's mind is concerned. All phenomena is ungraspable, is intangible. Yeah, it is not that the Buddha make himself. Oh, let me not be attached to this. Let me not be attached to that. But he see clearly that there's nothing to be attached to. Yeah, that even if you try, you cannot grasp onto it. <laughs> ah, that is ungraspable. Is intangible. So, so as a result, so the Buddha. So the Buddha is not attached to it, but it's not that he had to make, force himself to be not attached. For us, we have to force ourselves to be not attached, but still we are attached. <laughs> huh? Still we are attached. So for the Buddha, what happened? So as far as the Buddha is concerned, he see the, the feature of cessation. He see how all features is subject to change and is empty in nature, and so uh conditionally arising and it has the feature of cessation. Fanfu Rugo Xiang Hao Zhuang Yan, So unenlightened beings for the moment, if we look a bit yeah, our features, if we look very handsome or very beautiful, yeah, very uh, full of Wow, pleasantness. Then what happened? In our mind, we have ego, we have pride, we have conceit. Yeah. Then in our mind, what happened? Well, we look down on people. Yeah. So, yeah. Then we look down on others. <laughs> you are you're not as pretty as me. <laughs> Who are you to talk to me? I'm a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. Enlight enlightened beings are not like that. Chiputi Ru Wei Ru Lai Zhu Sinian Wa Tang Yu Su Sofa Mozo Sinian Hayiku Ru Ran Yen Ru Lai Yosu Sofa Ji Wei Bang Fu Punan Jie Wasu Soku Chiputi so this is the next section already. So just now I mentioned to you that I have another thought. I have some thoughts about the earlier section about the body, right? 
So, y'all, have y'all prepared the sort? <laughs> you must take what I explained with a grain of salt. Maybe not just a grain, uh, not, not just a pinch. Maybe you have to take a cup of salt. Yeah. <laughs> have to. Okay. So my teacher explained this to be that the, <coughs> the Buddha ex, uh, talking about the Qi Zhu Shen, that means the physical body, is referring to the Fa Shen. Yeah. So, so then between the Fa, the fa Shen, which is the Dhamma body, and the physical body can, that you can see. Can you see the Dhamma body with the physical body? Cannot. Yeah. So th this is my teacher's, the gist of the, my teacher's explanation. So, um, my my I have my own my I have another talk okay uh, I have another talk which is the standard formula yeah x is not x is named x yeah so if we uh, if we look at this statement here hmm ruai可以具足诸相见不 and then we look at the earlier statement here. Yeah. So um, the way I see it, right? Another another angle to look at this is uh it is what I mentioned earlier, yeah, based on the historical Buddha. Uh, in the Pali Canon, we can see that the Buddha uh, didn't want people to be attached to the physical body. Yeah? And because um, the very teaching that he advocates, the very truth that he realized, um, is that this physical body is impermanent, subject to change, subject to suffering, and um, it's not fit to be considered self. Right? Yeah, this is quite a common teaching that we have gone through many times, right? So in which case, then if you that's, then it makes sense why the Buddha is asking this question. Then without invoking the Dharma body, we basically say, uh, understand the Buddha to be asking, can the, can you can you see the Buddha in terms of this body? Because such a question did exist in the Buddha's time in the Pali Canon, you know, and the Buddha was basically saying that no, you cannot. <laughs> yeah, why? Because the Buddha don't even identify with this as him. <laughs> so how can you look at this physical body as him? You understand? I see some of you. What? <laughs> Let me explain again, huh? So um, I was going to say, like for example, Sifu, but then that's like comparing me with Buddha. No, let's not do that. Let's say, um, let's say uh, Choi Kwan. Okay, can you all see Choi Kwan? Okay, better. so that the uh, the the Facebook friends they can see what we are seeing. Post share. 
Okay. So now the Facebook uh, viewers should be able to see, but we have to take a, a few minutes or a few seconds before it switch over. Then might we continue with the so now all of you look at Choi Kwan. Yeah. Uh, just now, remember the question I, uh, or statement I made earlier? When we think of a person, we tend to think of the person's body. Right? Yeah. So now when you close your eyes and you think of Choi Kwan, you roughly, you know, see Choi Kwan's face. Yeah. And how many of you see her body before? With clothes, lah, of course, huh? then but most of the time if you don't see him see, see her in person you also don't know how tall how short she is so our mind very is very creative we come out with a some kind of bodily form yeah and then we impute the identity to this physical form and say this is Choi Kwan but if this particular body yeah is Choi Kwan then how about the one when she's much younger, when she's 20 years old? Is it the same body? Not the same body, right? Uh, right? Even if it's not when she was 20 years old, how about the body that was this morning? Is it the same body as now? It's not the same body already, right? She had breakfast. She had lunch, I presume, and maybe even dinner, right? If after taking three meals, it's still the same body, then what's the point of eating? <laughs> so, so logically speaking, the body is not the same. But so if you were to identify with the body as Choi Kwan, then you will be faced with this paradox, which is the real Choi Kwan. Yeah. And... Furthermore, if, if indeed somehow the body is Choi Kwan, then what happened when before, before the body was, was present, then where is Choi Kwan? How did Choi Kwan just pop into existence because of uh, the pregnancy process? Yeah. So there's a lot of things. And so in the Buddhist teaching, the Buddha form of questioning basically challenges the notion that physical body is who we are. Yeah? That to identify with the body as I, as you, doesn't, doesn't gel. That doesn't gel. No? So as a result, okay. hey, wait, hang on. Uh. Can you all see the whole screen now? Everybody in the... Oh, but I think on Facebook, they don't see. Uh. I think I should... Should I stop share for a while so that they can at least know what we're, I'm talking about? Otherwise, they thought Sifu is talking to himself and then talking about Choi Kwan. Who is this Choi Kwan? <laughs> you see, those who know Choi Kwan, when they watch this video, they, they will immediately think of Choi Kwan. But those who don't know Choi Kwan, they just hear the name. It's just a name. They don't know who is Choi Kwan also. And that's why the body is not... Choi Kwan, uh, the body is not the body, it's just named body. Choi Kwan is not Choi Kwan, it's just named Choi Kwan. <laughs> yeah. So this body is dependently arisingly what we call Choi Kwan. 
Yeah. So artificially given a name Troikon. Can make sense? Uh, so this is another angle to understand this section here. Yeah. So for can the Buddha be uh, seen in terms of the physical body? Yeah, cannot. Yeah. Cannot. Okay, let me share the screen again, huh? So that you Yeah, so Bu Ye no. Yeah, cannot. Mm. Yeah, cannot be seen in terms of the physical body. Yeah. So why? So as far as the physical body, the complete physical body is concerned, yeah. yeah. So here I I my my common understanding is is a standard format explanation throughout the whole teachings. Yeah? That as far as the 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 body is concerned, whichever it is, it is it is empty in nature. Yeah. And if it's empty in nature, how can it be considered to be the Buddha? And if it's not the Buddha, then how can you see the Buddha by that body? But you, but then you say that this is the complete body of the Buddha. Yeah, it's just It is just named task. That's all it is. It is just given a name. Yeah. For for conventional sake. Yeah. If if let's say we, we don't say that. Like if now, if now let's say uh, we are in Buddha's time, okay? No, let's say we are now in Buddha's time. And then if we don't say that, oh, this is the Buddha, then later, how do you identify, how do you go and talk to him? <laughs> uh, how do you go and find him? You go and find, you go and look for the disciple. Ah, can I know where the Buddha is? Don't know. Leh. Huh? So you understand? Yeah. So although the enlightened ones truly see that the Buddha, the body, not just for the Buddha, but the body is actually not um, fit to be considered self. Yeah. That the body is dependent arising is empty in nature, but yet they conform to conventional references. Yeah conventional figure of speech to say you, I, he, they. Yeah? To conventionally say this is Choi Kwan, this is me, this is Esther, this is Helen. Yeah? To conventionally say this is Sing Ling, this is Pola, this is Lok John. Uh, conventionally, the enlightened ones still speak as we do. But when they speak in this way, they are not attached to this Physical body is Choi Kwan. Uh, so the next part, Rulai Kai Chizu Zhu Xiang Jian Bu. So similarly, similarly, so this is talking about the 32 uh, marks of the great man, right? There's another section that um, gives a full explanation. So this part is just in brief. Uh. So there's another section that talk about how the later section, I think, that talk about how uh, if, if the Buddha can be identified in terms of the 32 marks of great men, then the wheel-turning monarch can be known as the Buddha. 
Yeah. Uh, if you are familiar with the Diamond Sutra, you will be familiar with this. No? Okay. Can so we continue. Yeah. Shri Puti Ruwei. Uh, I read this part already. So so this is the fourth para. So here is talking about the, the Dharma itself that the Buddha has spoken. So 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 as far as the Buddha's uh, teaching is concerned, when the Buddha speak, according to my teacher's explanation, his voice permits all ten directions, basically all the world system. Yeah. So So um, when the Buddha teach the uh, the Bodhisattvas that is at the Dhamma body stage. Yeah? And at that stage, it is what we call the Wu Lo, the Senren Sijie. So this Wu Lo, without outflow. Huh? Can you recall last Sunday, Venerable uh, Chuan Xian, uh, he mentioned about this Wu Lo, Yu Lo. Can you remember? Then he, he, he mentioned about a, a pill, then low to lie. Yeah. So his ex, there are two, there are, there are different angles to explain. Uh. The way he explained was that your your merits, yeah, the, the you have a container or a pill, and then it can contain the merits you cultivate. Yeah. If there's holes, then it flow out. Uh. So that's from the merits point of view, cultivation point of view. From another point of view, it is that um, the because of the holes, then it can flow out defilements. Yeah. So that which is considered without flow, yeah, that means with flowing out, yeah, it can lead to defilements, lead to suffering. So without means is sealed, doesn't lead to suffering, doesn't lead to defilements. Okay. Uh, so that's these two angle, yeah. So the Buddhisattvas at the Dharma uh, body stage, yeah, which is the uh, enlightened beings state, yeah? the state of the enlightened beings that is without defilements already. Uh, in other words, so when the Buddha teach this group of uh, individuals, Faing Tianman, yeah, the the Dharma voice permits throughout. Mm. Yeah. But in the uh, in the unenlightened beings in our world, yeah, then it's not certain. There must be conditions, then what happened? Then the Buddha can arise in this world yeah, and then uh, present the process of attaining Buddhahood. The Buddha in, in, the, in, the, in the Buddha world, the Dharma voice, the Dharma 
uh, in yeah dharma voice pianman permeates all all places yeah but as far as the unenlightened beings in the three three spheres of existence we cannot hear it yeah we cannot hear it so again <laughs> over here I have I have another way of looking at it. <laughs> uh, so remember just now I said I mentioned Dharma body, what is it? It's referring to the, the body of truth that the Buddha has attained, right? And realized and attained, right? So it is basically the principle of the universe. Yeah, how the world, how the whole universe is the ultimate reality. Yeah. Is there a place where you can find uh, the ultimate reality missing? Can, not? can you find a place, a spot where emptiness don't, doesn't hold? If it's, a, if it's the ultimate reality, if it's the truth, then it should permeate throughout, right? Can, can, can agree? Uh, don't, don't have to agree immediately, think about it first. Huh? So assuming if that is true, you can ask a question also yeah, because you are on Zoom so you have the privilege of asking questions so of course uh, Facebook students can also ask uh, but I, it's harder for me to look, look in the comments uh. so uh, here it says um, when the Buddha teach it permits all directions yeah? the teaching of truth permits all directions so when, when does this happen? When the Buddha is teaching those Bodhisattvas at the Dharma body stage. What does it mean by Bodhisattva at the Dharma body stage? It means that the Bodhisattva has reached the stage of awakening where they can see ultimate reality really. So then, then it makes sense why it says that when the Buddha teaches this group of Bodhisattvas, the Dharma voice, the voice of Dharma permits all places. Why? Because if you have reached this stage, even if you are in the toilet, you see ultimate reality throughout. Yeah. Ah, even when you are sleeping or when, when you are in bed, you see ultimate reality. Yeah. Even when you are swimming, you see ultimate reality. You see that the water is impermanent. Yeah, even when you are having lunch, you're queuing up, you're in a traffic jam, you see ultimate reality. So there's no place if you are at that stage, everywhere is Dhamma. <laughs> uh, and that's why in the Pure Land tradition, there's also the saying, Xing Jing Guo Tu Jing. Yeah, that when your mind is purified, then the Pure, pure Land presents itself. Uh, this may seem quite far away, right? Yeah. But you think about it, the reverse is easier to understand. What is the reverse? When we, for us to imagine or to experience the Bodhisattva at the Dharma stage, Dharma body stage, a bit hard. Easier for us to, to experience the opposite. That means at the unenlightened stage, filled with defilements. Yeah. On some days, 
when you're very pictic and things don't go well and you are clouded with performance, everything is suffering. <laughs> huh? It's like suffering is permeating the whole world. <laughs> and everybody is your <laughs> Everybody has problem, right? Uh, so now imagine that extent, right? Except in the opposite direction, where you can you connect with the Dharma in the in a sense, not 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 connect in the sense that oh, this one is from this sutta, that one from that sutta. No. But in terms of the fundamental principle. Anicca, dukkha, anatta, sunyata. Yeah, at this fundamental level. Yeah. If you can always, if you always connect with this uh, ultimate reality, the teaching, then everywhere you, you observe, you see that actually it's always there. It's just that we are forgetful. Yeah. And we we are caught up with our attachment, our habitual tendencies. So hard to connect at that level. Let me give you one more example. <laughs> you know, Sifu have this habit. I like to give an example. Um, I, I like to give very nonsensical, worldly examples. Huh? <laughs> so, you know, uh, some people like to buy 4D, right? Yeah. Just now, I just saw on Facebook. Oh, maybe say no, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. I believe you. Okay, don't, don't buy, huh? don't buy. Uh, but just now, I saw on Facebook, there's this student who posted that someone, don't know, I think, uh, have to go for operation or something and then buy 4D and won. So there was a, there was two 4D, uh, ticket and then stacks of $50 note. Yeah, so this person supposedly won. Yeah, so you know, those who are crazy about 4D, anytime they see numbers, uh, they will see it as 4D. Yeah, correct. But those of us who don't buy 4D, number is just numbers, doesn't mean anything to us. Uh, can I understand? Ah, but the truth is, the if there's num if there are numbers, you you can indeed combine it into four digits, isn't it? Whether you buy or not, that's another thing, right? But those who are very into buying four D, as in the lottery, yeah, then the moment they see any number, they see one number, they also can buy, yeah. They see one number seven, oh five four seven. <laughs> they see two number. 7-3 or 7-5 or 7-5, 7-5. Yeah. Or they are very good in maths. They permute it. 7-5-7-5. Then they have all the permutation. Yeah. So now this is just an example, an analogy. Now the enlightened bodhisattvas, they are not crazy about buying for the but they see ultimate reality in everything. And so everywhere they see, uh, that's why no? then it makes sense. No? So that's another angle to make sense of it. Okay. So Sri Puti, the uh, 
如呃如物为如来做事念，我当有说有所说法呀。So the Buddha tell venerable Shubhuti 呀，佛告须菩提，你不要以为佛要为众生说说法的时候，心里先要分别，我要为众生说法呀。So don't think in this way that when the Buddha is going to speak to the to the sentient beings, that the Buddha must first have this thought: I am going to speak to the sentient beings. Yeah, I'm going to speak Dharma to the sentient beings. Yeah, 莫作是念 Yeah, don't think in this way. Yeah, 佛这又重复说一句啊，不要作是念 Don't think in this way. So 何以故？为什么不要这样想？呀，好受可以故。呀 ，Why？ 佛为众生说法之前，之先心不动念，不想一想，准备准备吗 ？So my teacher asked this question. When before the Buddha gave teachings to the to sentient beings, doesn't the Buddha's mind, you know, activate? Yeah, doesn't he think about it a bit? Yeah, or prepare? So, 若人言如来有所说法，啊，即为谤佛，不能解我所说法故。啊，说的不当，否则 explain。So， 假设有人说佛为众生说法时，要先分别分别，观察观察。So， if someone says that the Buddha before giving teachings must first have some discrimination and observe， yeah。Uh, observe a bit. Yeah, what? Uh, and have this thought. What kind of dharma should I be saying to the sentient beings? 这样子不但不是赞叹佛 ，in this way you are not praising the Buddha， 反而是毁谤佛了。啊、uh, ，instead you are actually uh slandering the Buddha. Yeah, why? 因为这个人还不懂佛为众生说法的道理 ，so why? Because this person has not understood the the principle behind the Buddha giving teachings to sentient beings. So 是怎么回事呢 ？So how is it so? 须菩提，说法者无法可说，佛为众生说法是无法可说的。When the Buddha gives teachings to the sentient beings, there's no No dharma to be said. Again, the way I understand this is,、um, it is it is more that、um, the Buddha don't grasp on to to there being a tangible inherent dharma to be said. Yeah, that whatever dharma is said is dependent on conditions. It's empty in nature. So, so let's look at what my teacher say. Because here, this part, if we stop here, by next week. You all forget what is happening. Then we have to reread the whole section again. <laughs> so, 这有两个意思。第一，佛为众生说法时，不用分别，就能随众生之所应，呀，所应，啊，宣说一切佛法。Yeah. So the first meaning is what the, my teacher has just mentioned. Yeah. That when the Buddha gives teachings to sentient beings, um, he doesn't have to further discriminate. Yeah. Uh, to teach what is required. 但是佛心里还是没有啊、呃，没分别，呀，所以啊，所以不用分别就能，呀，宣说一切佛法 
So the Buddha gave all these teaching, but doesn't have to discriminate. For your the Buddha has this kind of progress, yeah, this kind of state. So for the Singli so this is one angle, yeah, saying that because the Buddha never discriminates, so actually inside the Buddha's mind, there's no Dhamma to, to speak of. Uh, so this is one angle. Yeah, another angle is below, okay. 用语言文字表达这个佛所证悟的真理, so using the words and concepts to um, to present, yeah, to elucidate, uh, to express what the Buddha has uh, realized, yeah, which is the truth. 有能权所权，啊，这名为法。So there is the that which can express, and then which is the Dhamma, and then the Dhamma which points to the truth. So this is called Dhamma. But, but Buddha doesn't have this kind of discrimination. So saying that the Buddha doesn't have this kind of discrimination. So so when we learn the Buddha Dhamma, it is either through the the the, the voice, yeah, the sound, or that which is recorded as words. So So then so there's this sound these words that can ex express the meaning, which is the principle, yeah, the truth. We learn from this. And then we contemplate and we observe. And then we practice accordingly. Up to the point where we attain to the utmost truth, yeah, the pinnacle of it. Then we realize that, oh, actually the truth is beyond words. 都是离名言相, that is all beyond words and concept. Yeah. That there's no words to be, uh, that, that you can grasp onto. 也就是法上应舍何况非法的道理. Yeah, so then my teacher referenced to another section of this sutra, that even the Dharma itself is to be relinquished, yeah, what more of that which is not Dharma, yeah, or the emptiness of it. So, so and that's why it says that there's no uh, Dharma to be spoken of. Yeah, so, this is another angle, which is basically that ultimate reality is beyond words, right? So, what is that to speak of? No? Yeah, so this area, you have to pay attention to one, one thing. 比如说,诸法皆空,诸法无我. So for example, all phenomena is empty in nature, yeah, it's empty, 诸法无我, and all phenomena has no self. Yeah. We, we contemplate and we observe based on these words. 正悟到无我毕竟空时, uh, at the point where we attain to no self, yeah, and ultimate emptiness. 
there's no no self ultimate emptiness. And there's no uh, impermanence to speak of. There's no such discrimination. So from this angle, then the Buddha has, uh, uh, in reality, the Buddha has nothing to speak of. Yeah, but the Buddha didn't say anything. Yeah, if you recall in the Heart Sutra class, then there's one point where I mentioned that at the, at the ultimate reality stage, um, when uh, at the ultimate reality stage, it is beyond um, empty or not empty, beyond this duality as well. Yeah. Oh. So this is the point that my teacher is talking about. Uh, let me see. Uh, okay, I think we have to stop here because we have exceeded quite a bit. <laughs> Up to this point, any question? Today is the, the first. Any question? Anybody have any question? Everybody good? Uh, okay, let's, uh, no. Uh, uh, so can I ask questions? I, you can try asking. I see whether it's answerable. Oh, okay, because uh, the, uh, this uh, uh, what, uh, uh, ke suo, zhe fa, zhe fa, it means uh, is a is a is a is a is a dharma is I mean is a form from the all those all those words right? Is a yong一个能所来诠释的这个法。它这个法的范围会, I mean, is a, a limited scope, right? The, this a far. Is it a limited scope or, I mean, the universal, uh, this a far? Is, so your question is what? So are you, are you asking, okay, look at the screen first. Huh? Are you asking what this is? Ah, yes, yes. So this as far as this section is concerned, is referring to the Dharma teachings that the Buddha has spoken. Yeah, this whole section is about the Dharma teachings that the Buddha has gave. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so it means, uh, it, uh, yeah. So it, it, it means it's a limited scope on the Dharma teaching. The, this, uh, this part only, uh, right? What, what do you mean by limited scope? Uh, because uh, we understand that some others like uh, like far universal uh, in the broad base uh, called the uh, 宇宙之法 宇宙一切一切不管是有情无情之法 the, I mean, you will have a different already because it's not from the our mind, our heart, uh, 
So, uh, but uh, I think I believe uh, here is only talking on those, uh, I mean, from our mind, all those are far, la. it's not the uh, uh, not right? Because uh, some uh, like uh, environment, all those is a uh, mm. So so do you have any questions about what I wrote down? Because your first question is what is this far, right? Mm. And I clarify that is the is referring to the Dharma teachings. Yeah. Then you say that this is the limited scope. Basically, on the uh, from from what uh, the uh, yeah what the Buddha described. I mean, uh, to let uh, the our uh, 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 I mean uh, all of us to understand. So, from有是有心，呃，是有那个能权跟所权之，有这种能所的这种法啦，就是有一个。uh, why, why are you complicating things so much? <laughs> uh, oh, no, uh, no, I, uh, I mean, I just uh, suddenly, uh, I mean, uh, think of, of uh, this. Uh, no, no, because you are repeating part of what my teacher said and then adding on something else. which So I, I don't know what your question is. Your first question I already answered. So if you have a second question, you need to ask your second question. Oh, okay. So oh. I think it should be, should be okay already. This oh. mm. Okay. Can I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, as you all know, I encourage people to ask questions. But um, over the years, I have also learned that some questions are not answerable. Uh. <laughs> So, uh, for any student, for that matter, uh, if you all wish to ask questions, whether on the Facebook or via Zoom in class, in person, uh, that day I saw this video, uh, it was a seminar, uh, and during the Q&A, I learned something interesting. The moderator said, there are three features of a good question. The first one is you introduce yourself. Second is you um, you express your your uh, say what you want to say uh, and in, as briefly as possible. And thirdly, you end with a question. <laughs> uh, uh, so this way, then we can have a healthy. Uh, discourse, yeah, dialogue, yeah. Or otherwise, it, uh, for, not just for Sufu, but for whoever is watching this, maybe not now, maybe in the future, they'll be wondering what, what question that is. No? So that's all we have for today. All right, very good. Happy to... Uh, See you all come online to learn together. Yeah. Let's jump. We jump. Yuan Xiao San Zhang Zhu Fan Nao. Yuan Xiao San Zhang Zhu Fan Nao.
，愿得智慧真明了，不愿罪障悉消除，不愿罪障悉消除，世世常行菩萨道，世世常行菩萨道，阿弥陀佛，起立。